Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. tend to prioritize the immediate urges and appetites, even when doing so prevents us from receiving everything God has for us. But I made some friendships that I believe will go deep over time because we wanted to connect and we're both in Christ and we wanted to connect. And so we connected. God wants that for us. You see, he wants more for us than we would naturally choose for ourselves. Sometimes we get so caught up in our emotions that we can't see beyond them. Pastor Robert is here today to talk to us about how God's plan for our lives is bigger than anything we can dream up. Don't settle, because Christ has something bigger in store for you. If only you'll listen and obey and not get mixed up in emotions. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 5 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. You know, Elizabeth, my wife and I participated last week in an extravagant event over at the Ritz-Carlton in Naples. We we were laughing. Everybody involved was kind of laughing about it because it was a missions conference. I mean, check that out. A missions conference at the Ritz-Carlton. And they had this guy, he's a Christian comedian that emceed the thing all weekend long and he, he started right off the bat, he started joking about it. It's like, yep, this is the way missionaries live all the time. Didn't you know? I mean, Naples, Florida, sun, sand, palm trees, the Ritz-Carlton, chocolate on your pillows, whatever you want to eat, anytime you want to eat it, this is missions. Everybody knew that wasn't true. Well, then why were we there? Well, because they, they had gathered together some of the wealthiest Christian business people in the United States for the purpose of speaking into their lives, encouraging them and and ministering to them, praying for them, but also challenging them and giving them the opportunity to put their wealth to work for the kingdom, to train and send missionaries all over the world. Now, everybody knew, you know, it wasn't one of those bait and switch kind of things where you know, free weekend at the Ritz-Carlton, but then you got to listen to a 90-minute presentation on missions. Everybody knew the whole weekend was about missions. I mean, we had, we had some of the best food, and, and it, you know, it was like an abundance of food. We had wonderful speakers. Lee Strobel was one of them that spoke, you know, the guy that wrote Case for Christ, Case for Faith, you know, these kind of things. He was, um, I, I usually expect Christian authors to not necessarily be such good speakers, but Lee Strobel's a good speaker as well as a, a good writer. And the whole weekend was filled with worship and hearing from missionaries, hearing their stories, hearing, uh, you know, just these remarkable testimonies. I mean, it was, it was a, a great weekend in a, in a great 
venue. And, and we did, we joked about how easy it would be to get used to the treatment that we were receiving there, right? I mean, it's nice to have somebody come in every afternoon and turn down your bed for you and put a little chocolate on the pillow. I've keep, been asking Elizabeth, where's my chocolate, man? It's like every night, I, there's no chocolate on my pillow when we go to bed. <laughs> but you know what I found? We enjoyed the food, we enjoyed the fellowship, we enjoyed the music, we enjoyed the teaching, we enjoyed the beach and the golf, you know, and all these different things. But the thing that struck me was that everybody there wanted something more. Everybody there wanted connection. And it was so interesting to watch because these people did not know each other by and large. You understand? These business people, these wealthy individuals who were brought in from different places did not know each other. There were some from Minnesota, there were some from Pennsylvania, some from California, from Colorado, from Kansas, I mean, just all over the country. And they flew in for this, not knowing each other for the most part. I mean, there were a few who knew each other, but by and large, people didn't know each other. And we had assigned seating. Elizabeth and I, one of the reasons we were there was, was that we spoke briefly, but we, we also were assigned a table so that we would be table hosts. You know, it was our job to make sure everybody was talking and connecting. And it was the easiest job in the world, that part, because people wanted the connection. It was so interesting to me. You know, I'm not, most of you already know if you've been here a while, I'm not a real outgoing people person. I'm not the guy to be a table host, you know? But I, I told him, I'm like, my wife, she's an expert at this. So I'll just sit back and watch her work. It'll be fun. And, and it was, but the, th the thing that struck us was that, you know, we would start at eight o'clock in the morning with breakfast, and then after breakfast, we'd be ushered in, and there'd be a, the morning session where we would have worship, and then there'd be a couple of speakers and that kind of thing, and then we'd be taken out, you know, ushered out to, to lunch, and, and, and after lunch, there was free time where you could go play golf, or you could go to the beach, or you could go to the pool, you could do pretty much whatever, and people would linger. These people who didn't know each other, would be so engaged around the table that they weren't rushing to leave. In the evening, same kind of deal. You know, we, we had the free time, but then we had to be back for dinner and, and there was assigned seating. Now, do you understand? There was nobody policing the people, the participants, to come to dinner on time. But almost nobody was late. Now, granted, the food was incredible, so that had something to do with it, I'm sure. But everybody would sit down around the table and then we'd have to rush in, you know, at, at, well, not really rush, but seven o'clock to go in for the evening speaker. And it was always so good in the evening, you know, you knew kind of what it was going to be. At the end of it, they would have a dessert time. And again, we, we were mingling and people would just hang out. I didn't get to bed till like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. I was starting at seven in the morning. It was like, boom, boom, boom. You know what I thought about? Sunday mornings. Because see, what I see, I mean, you know, from this perspective on Sunday morning, we do a service, everybody's together, and then some of you guys, man, you're like a rocket out the back door. Boom, you can't wait to get out of here. You got places to go and people to see. I don't know what you're headed out of here for. Some incredible restaurant you found or, you know, beautiful day at the beach. Now, some of you, granted, the cafe's usually full. So some of you stick around, some of you linger and connect. But it so struck me, these people don't even know each other. But they want to connect in Jesus. They want the connection. They want the intimacy of relationship. We're made for it. And as the leaders of this event, as we all gathered together to you know, discuss and process the results afterward, we were all impacted by the sense of family we felt. 
that people who didn't know each other on Thursday were so connected that they wanted to keep in touch by Sunday morning. I came away from there with you know, two realizations. One, I'm super grateful for the iPhone. I can take a picture of a business card and I don't fill up my pocket with them. And number two, I need to get some business cards because <laughs> I don't use them most of the time. But there were so many people that we made connections with, people of like interest. For the most part, it was centered around Jesus. There was one guy that, you know, he's, he's like, a, like a biomedical engineer. You understand, for me, that's like <laughs> rocket science. No, I'm not really able to have an intelligent conversation with you about that. But the Bible, we had a lot in common, just digging into the scriptures together. We tend to prioritize the immediate urges and appetites, even when doing so prevents us from receiving everything God has for us. But I made some friendships that I believe will go deep over time because we wanted to connect and we're both in Christ and we wanted to connect and so we connected. God wants that for us. You see, he wants more for us than we would naturally choose for ourselves. Remember the context, marriage, adultery. God wants so much more for us than we would naturally choose for ourselves. When I was a young Christian in my early 30s, after having lived a fairly self-indulgent and promiscuous life, I was praying about how to discern whether or not to ask Elizabeth to marry me. We had met and we'd begun to get to know each other just a little bit, my, my wife and I. And she was on a missions trip to Romania. And I know some of you have heard this story 30 times already, but you know, suck it up. You're going to hear it one more time. <laughs> she was in Romania. And you know, I was involved in a, in a ministry that was focused on serving the fashion industry here in, in South Florida, which at that time was was huge and, and booming. And, and so I was I was kind of I was surrounded by these beautiful people, you know, beautiful girls. And, and, and so I found myself, I wanted to go buy Elizabeth an engagement ring, but I had doubts about it because I was just beginning to get to know her. I felt like the Lord was leading me to marry her, but I'm looking around, you know, I'm like, Lord, these are beautiful girls. They love you. How am I supposed to know for sure this is the right one? We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Matthew. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time as you tune in? As we continue to produce programs and spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners, too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and Tracy's here with the details. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is! 
We need your support to continue to share God's Word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, Tracy, and thank you for joining us today to study Matthew. Join us next time for more right here on Main Thing Radio.